Okay, hello and welcome to the Math with Mystery or Mystery podcast, where we take the mystery out of math. My name is Enrique Estevillo. What is your name? Go ahead and say it out loud. All right. What is this episode about? Well, dependent and independent variables. That is the title. Okay, and it corresponds with the Khan Academy lesson under that same title. As always, feel free to look up the video on Khan Academy in addition to this podcast so you have that visual and, of course, that practice. What did we talk about in the previous episode? It doesn't matter because we're starting a new section. This is an entire new section, new block, all right, of dependent and independent variables. Remember, every episode has an action item. That means you write it down. Write your name, for example. Do it now. Take that time. Make sure you have that pencil ready. And let's begin. All right, let's start our lesson on dependent and independent variables. Okay, in a sense, we're all familiar with this. This is not a new concept. Okay, we're all familiar with dependent and independent variables. For example, when you take a quiz, your grade depends on how many questions you get right. Okay, that is dependent, your grade, the 199 whatever percent, is dependent on the number of questions you get right. In a nutshell, that is dependent and independent variable. One number depends on another number and what you do to that number. Okay, let's take that illustration a little bit further. What is the most you can get on a quiz? 100%, right? 100, that's the highest. Okay, so let's say your quiz has 10 questions. How much is each question worth, do you think? If it all adds up to 100, you have 10 questions, how much is each question worth? Well, ask yourself, what do I have to do to that 10? Or actually, let's start with 100. You start with always 100 in mind, divided by 10, and what do you get? 10, right? Because 10 times 10 is 100. That's another way to look at it. So each question is worth 10 points. Does that make sense? Sure. So if you miss one question, what's your score? Well, 100 minus 10, because each point is... Each question is 10 points. 100 minus 10 is 90. So you still have an A. Congratulations. You can breathe. You can relax. See how useful it is to know uh, dependent independent variables? Okay, what if you miss two questions? Well, each question is worth 10 points. So two questions means you lose 20 points because 2 times 10 is 20, right? And we'll always go back to that magic number 100. 100 minus 20 is 80. You're at 80%. Well, that's still a B. I can bring home a B to my mama. Okay, she won't take anything less, but a B is acceptable. I don't know in your house. All right, so again, if I miss two questions or I don't know one or two, I can relax. I don't know why kids don't figure out grading earlier in life. Okay, let's do another example. What if your quiz is 20 questions? How much is each question worth? Again, remember 100? Divide that by 20. 
What's 100 divided by 20? Well, it's 5. Okay? And you could count in your, in your head. 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. <laughs> 5 times 20 is, is 100. So each question is now worth 5 points. So let's do the math. Let's say you get two questions wrong. 2 times 5 is 10. So you take 10 from 100 and you're at 90. You still have an A missing two questions. Okay? So the longer the quiz is, the fewer the points, but then the more you could miss. So it helps to know these things, doesn't it? All right, let's move on to the example that is in the Khan Academy video. It says, on your math quiz, you earn five points for each question that you answer correctly. Hmm. Sound familiar? If the table above, and they have a table with two columns, one column is called Q, the other column is called P. Can you figure it out? Q for question, P for points. The Q column starts with zero. Zero, one, two, three. You can see the pattern, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? So if you get zero questions right, one question right, two questions right, right? The next column is P for points, and it goes 0, 5, 10, 15. See the pattern there? Every question gives you five more points. You start with zero. Zero question right, what's your score? A big fat zero. One question right, what's your score? A five. Two questions right, what's your score? A ten. Okay, you can picture this graph now? Good. This table, sorry. In the table above, Q represents the number of questions that you answer correctly on your math quiz, and P represents the total number of points. I just said that. The relationship between these two variables can be expressed by an equation. So here's where you put your math head. If you had to create an equation, which is basically a math, a problem, something that looks like a math problem with an equal sign, equation, equal sign, okay, how would this look? I'll give you a hint. The dependent variable is always the answer. So you would put P equals, okay, or something something equals P, which is the number of points, you know, in this case, or, or the total answer. That is your dependent variable. It's most likely going to be Y in the future, just FYI. So that's your equals Y. That's half of it. Now, what does the other half look like? Well, I know each question is worth five points. So I could put a big fat five there. That doesn't change. Okay, what does change? Well, the number of questions that I can get right. It could be one, it could be two, it could be three. And what do we use when we have a number that can change? Why, a letter, of course. Variables, which we're used to already. So we're going to put a Q for question. So we have 5Q, or 5 times Q. Okay, 5 times Q equals P, the number of points. Does that make sense? 5 points for every question you get right. All right. That is pretty much the big lesson on dependent and independent variables. Nothing too hard. It is a term that you must know, though. You'll use it the rest of your math career. Excuse me. All right. As always, uh, please log on to canacademy.org and practice this lesson or answer the questions there in the activity. It will only take 5 or 10 minutes, 15 tops, okay? Join us for the next segment. Till next time, Mr. E, over and out, taking the mystery out of dependent and independent variables.
Okay, folks, hello and welcome to the Math with Mr. E or Mystery podcast, where we take the mystery out of math. My name is Enrique Estevillo. What is your name? Excellent. Say it out loud, even if it makes you feel goofy. All right. What is this episode about, Mr. E? Well, we are continuing with dependent and independent variables, but now we're adding a little bit of graphing to the mix. And graphing is extremely visual, something you will continue to see. Once you get it, uh, you'll get it. I love graphs, personally. But you're either a graph person or not, so we'll see how that goes. Okay, it corresponds with the Khan Academy lesson called Dependent and Independent Variables Equation. They put it as an equation, and we'll talk more about that. As always, feel free to look up the video on Khan Academy in addition to this podcast. All right, what did we talk about in the previous episode? Well, we... Okay, hello and welcome to the Math with Mr. E or Mystery podcast, where we take the mystery out of math. My name is Enrique Estevillo, and I wonder, what is your name? All right, go ahead and say it out loud. Even though I can't hear you, it helps for you to interact with the podcast. All right. What is this episode about, you may be asking yourself? Well, it is continuing the discussion on dependent and independent variables. And it corresponds with Khan Academy lessons under Algebra 1 called Dependent and Independent Variables Graphing. Now we're throwing in the graphing. Something that's very visual, very hard to do on a podcast, but I'm going to give it a shot. Okay? I love graphs personally. I hope it, it comes through in my explanation here. All right, let's see. What did we talk about in the previous episode? Well, if you remember, we introduced dependent and independent variables. And those are two key words that we want to remember. They're math terms. They're going to keep coming up over and over and over again. But really, they're not new, new, new terms in the sense of we know what a dependent is in real life. And we have the example of a quiz, okay? And your grade is dependent on you getting a couple answers right, right? <laughs> okay, so the things depend on one another, okay? And in our case, our number, our answer depends on uh, what we do to a couple numbers, okay? It's that simple. If you remember, I mean, we ended up saying in plain English, look, each question is worth five points. So you figure out how many questions you got right. Let's say it was nine. <laughs> Let's hope it was more than nine. Let's say it was, um, I don't know, 15. Each question is worth five points. You got 15 right. What was your total score? What is the dependent uh, variable in that answer? Well, you do 15 times five and you get your answer, whatever that is. I think it's 75. Okay, don't quote me on that. Uh, but anyhow, that's your answer. What is your independent variable in there? Well, your independent variable is a variable, so it's a number that can change, but it doesn't depend on anything. Okay, it is its own man. So in this case, the variable that doesn't depend on anything is the number of questions you got right on the test. Okay, that is what it is. Okay, that doesn't depend on some other number, that doesn't depend on the mood of the teacher, that is, it's independent of anything, you see. Okay, so then that becomes 
the independent variable. And what about the 5? What is the 5 in the equation, 5q equals p? Well, 5 is a constant. That doesn't change at all for anybody, no matter how many questions they got right. Each question was worth 5 points. No matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, fat, skinny, it doesn't matter. So that is a called a constant. So we have a constant times an independent variable, which you want to think about maybe as your starting point. And whatever you do to those two numbers gives you your dependent variable, the answer that depends on whatever you did to those two numbers. Okay, so how would you graph this thing? And we get on to today's lesson. Well, it all goes back to visualizing this table that they have for us here in Khan Academy. And the table has one column. We'll call it X this time. And look at, visualize this column. And it starts with zero. And then underneath it goes one. And then underneath goes two. And then underneath it goes three and four and five. Can you picture what's next? It would literally be zero to seven, eight, nine, ten, infinity, right? So that's one column. You can picture that. That's the X column. Now, next to it is another column, and that's the Y column. You can call these any letters, but they're typically X and Y. And look at, how, look at the pattern on this, and you want to start to develop your mind for patterns. It starts with a 0, then it goes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. What's the pattern, folks? What's the pattern? It's increasing by 5 every one every one time okay so every time x increases by one y increases by five if you look at them as pair it goes zero zero because when you have zero questions right your your score is zero one five when you got one question right hey you got five points two ten when you got two questions right guess how many points you got ten exactly three fifteen because three Times 5 is 15. Sounds simple. So simple anybody can do it. A caveman could do it. But here's the thing. They never show you the times 5 part. They just put 1, 5, 2, 10, 3, 15. And you're supposed to figure out, oh, if I multiply the 2 times 5, I get 10. So this must be increasing every time by 5. And once you know that, graphing it is a piece of cake. Actually, graphing is a piece of cake regardless. Um, this is what it is. And you have to look at a graph, but basically it's two lines that crisscross, right? They make like a big old X. And always that middle point uh, where the two X's cross is zero, zero. That's your usual starting point. So zero, zero would be your first dot. Has a fancy name called the origin. Okay, that's where things usually start. And then... To the right, if you go from 0 to the right, you go positive 1. If you go 0 to the left, you go negative 1. Can you, can you picture that? So you go to the right, you have all your positive numbers, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And you go to the left, you have all the negative numbers, negative 1, negative 2, negative 3, negative 4. Okay? That's your x-axis. All right? Now, going back to 0, 0, 0, that's where the two lines touch, intersect. Right there, that point, let's go up and down. If you go up, you have 1. Up again, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, to infinity. Okay? Go back to 0. You go down, you have negative 1, negative 2, negative 3, negative 4 to infinity. 
Okay? So that's your y-axis. And together, with those two lines, and you could see those infinity of points, we could put a dot or plot any number of points that we want. Okay? Any coordinate somebody gives us. And a coordinate usually has two pieces of information, your x and your y. It tells us, first of all, how far to go right or left, and that's your x. And then it tells us, and it'll have a comma, and then it'll say your y, which is how far to go up or down. So a way to visualize this is you run before you jump. x comes before y in the alphabet. X comes before Y in coordinates as well. Lots of ways to remember this graphing. Okay? So I want you to picture this graph, if you can, in your mind. Zero, zero. We're right where the two lines meet. We're going to put a dot there. Because that's our first point. If you get zero questions right, what's your score? A big fat zero. So that's zero X and zero Y. That's our starting point. Now, let's say you get one question right. How many points do you have? Five, right? Correct. So, in this case, we want to, starting at zero, zero, we want to go to the right one, because that's one question we got right, that's our X. And then we want to go up from there, up five spots, because that's our Y, that's our five. So we go one, two, three, four, five, we put another dot. Boom. You're done graphing. Why? Because if you have two points, you can draw a line. That's all you need. You could draw this line to infinity. Guess what? 210 would be the next point. 315 would be the next point. And you could just put a little ruler on your graph and shoo, draw it up and you will be right 100% of the time. Isn't that amazing? So that's the beautiful part of graphing. Once you know what the pattern is, that line, if we're drawing lines, it becomes real simple. Okay, you know a couple points, you know the whole thing. Okay, and those are beautiful shortcuts in math. Alright, that's enough of graphing dependent and independent variables. That's your X and your Y. Your independent variable is your X, just to be clear. Your dependent variable is your Y. Okay, X and Y. Mr. Independent and then Dependent. Let's stop our lesson here. We're way past time, 10 minutes. Please log on to Can Academy and practice. See this graph for yourself. Join us for our next segment. Till next time, Mr. E over and out. All right, folks. Hello and welcome to the Math with Mr. E or Mystery podcast. See what I did there? Where we take the mystery out of math. My name's Enrique Estavillo. What is your name? Why? As a first question, you probably should ask yourself about anything. Why? Why should I listen? Why do I need this podcast, etc.? Well, because I've sat in your math classes and I can help. With this podcast, you can pause or rewind if you miss something or if you don't understand something. And also, I try to keep my explanations short and lively and interesting with some sort of um, illustration. So, that's the why. What exactly, what exactly is this episode about, Mr. E? Well, it's funny you should ask. We are talking about dependent and independent variables, and we're going to write an equation. Alright? The word equation should sound very similar to equ 
equal, equal sign, okay? So an equation is going to have an equal sign. You got that? It's something equals something. Nothing you haven't seen before. So it's a fancy word for a common concept. All right. It corresponds with a Khan Academy lesson under the Algebra 1 course called Dependent and Independent Variables Equation. Funny enough. As always, we encourage you to look up the video on Khan Academy. Bloody log in, please, so it keeps track of your progress. Log into Khan Academy in addition to this podcast so that you have a visual and uh, you can see what we're talking about. What did we talk about in the previous episode, you may be asking yourself? Well, we talked about dependent, independent variables, um, graphing. So we basically turned turn an equation into a graph, okay? Which sounds hard, but a graph is really pretty simple. When you looked at it, it has an x-axis, a y-axis. Where they meet in the middle, that's your zero, zero point. And you start counting from there. You just count one, two, three, four, whatever. If you go four to the right... And two up, you would put your little dot there, and that's it. And it always goes in that order. The uh, you run before you jump was the illustration. Okay, you do your x's before you do your y. So you run to the right or to the left, depending if it's positive or negative numbers, and then you jump up or down, depending if it's positive or upper numbers, uh, positive, <laughs> positive or negative numbers. And then you put your little dot there. Two dots make a line. So once you have two points, you really uh, can draw any line. That's a true fact of life. Okay, so that's all you need, and then you can see a pattern or a line form. All right, blah blah blah. Let us begin our lesson now. All right, in Khan Academy, the uh, video basically has a problem that you're going to see a lot in your math classes. I guarantee it almost. So uh, if you learn it now, it's going to help you tons. Okay, because I don't know why teachers love this illustration. It's got to do with a gym membership. Right? We're all going to join a gym at some point. Unfortunately, we're going to give a lot of money to gyms in our lifetime. Okay? And every gym is going to have a monthly fee. Right? Some are $10, some are $20, um, some are $40. Okay? The example in this Khan Academy video for this lesson is $40 per month. Okay? That's it. No startup fee, no nothing. Just pay 40 bucks a month, boom, you're in. So as you can imagine, the first month, the cost is $40. Now we're going to keep a running total, okay? So the second month, what's 40 plus 40? How much will we have paid in total? 80, right? So that's how much we pay in total. So it'll be 2 and then next to it, the number 80. The third month... If we pay another $40, what's our running total going to be? Well, what's 80 plus 40? What'd you say? 120? Yes. It's 120. So it's going to have 3 and 120 next to it. Can you visualize this table? The left side, the left column is going to be uh, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4. In this case, we're starting with 1. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 to infinity. That's the number of months. Okay, and we could give any letter to it. The X is what you would typically use, but in this case, we could use M for months or T for time. Doesn't matter. Pick a letter. That's your X axis, though. And then your Y axis is the running total. So it's going to be 40, 80, 120, 160, 200, 240, like that. Can you visualize that in your head? Good. Okay. 
So that would be a table. We could quickly graph that. The question becomes, how do we write that as a mathematical equation? Okay? Well, we said earlier an equation has an equal sign. So let's write that down. This is your action item. Write an equal sign and leave space on the left and on the right. Okay? The left side is going to be very easy. We're going to pick a letter. Khan Academy picks D. And that letter is going to represent the answer, the, the total number of, uh, the total cost, the running total. Okay, I don't know why they picked D, but they did. So let's put D equals. We got the left side. D is just a variable. We don't know what the answer is, and it could be anything depending on how many months we keep this gym membership. So we're going to pick a letter and roll with it. D equals. Now the right-hand side is a little bit trickier, but not doable. All right. How much is it per month? $40, you said? Okay, 40. Is that number going to change per month, or it's $40 every month? It's $40 every month, right? It's not going to change. So when we say when a number doesn't change, we can just write the number down, can't we? So it's a constant. It's not going to change. So we're just going to write a 40. Write it down. 40 on your right-hand side. And then it's $40 per month. When you hear that word per month, what math operation comes to mind? Addition, subtraction, division, or multiplication? If you said multiplication, you are right. Per month, per month, every month, sure we could add it up, but uh, multiplication is the right answer. Per means multiply. So 40 times, and then we're going to put M for months or T for time. 40 times T, or 40 times M, if you like that better, whatever. 40 times a letter. And that's it. You're done. You've written an equation. An equation that's very logical. Equation that's going to add up every time. 40 times the number of months, could be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, or 7, is going to give you equals the total of how much you've paid. By the way, after 10 months for $40 a month, you have paid 400 bucks. So, yes, that's a lot of money to gym membership. I hope you went to the gym a lot. I hope your body is strong and fantastic uh, for that kind of money. All right. Encouraging you to work out, as always, is Mr. E. Let's stop our lesson there. It's um, 7.52. Wow, we took a little longer for that simple thing, but whatever. Um, please log on to canacademy.org and practice some more. Promise you it'll only take 50 minutes tops. Join us for our next segment. Till next time, Mr. E over and out.